the motherfucking suburbs with it. Raw, bing, bow, bow. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on? Let me get the pistol out of my hip. Yeah, that'll be. Right. You take take that out. Uh, you in, TJ? Yeah. All right, William. All right. Thank you for all for joining me and my friends here on episode eight of I'll Name the Podcast Later. My you name got is the Michael. hooligans in here now. I, yeah, I got the I got the I got the hooligans here with me. Um. I'll let them in- introduce themselves. You got you. Ladies first. Minorities first, I should say. Bitches last. Anyways, the name is William. Uh, you don't need to know my last name because it's a little too complicated. You'll probably just end up making fun of it, it anyway. So it, go fuck it's, not, it's not complicated at all. No, it's Everybody not. Everybody has seen if, the movie. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're not a complete fucking retard. You'll Jesus know Christ. how to pronounce it. <laughs> so, and it's, here we go. Loser, kind of like Hoosiers, <laughs> like the Indiana Hoosiers, except with an L. So, yeah, if you know me, you know me. If not, well, get ready. Anyways, next. All right, I, I'm going to go ahead and apologize for all of that. My name is TJ, and I'm not here to just hang out. Your opinion? I don't. I'm not irrationally angry like my friend, but. Oh my god, y'all are fucking (laughs) retarded, man. Oh my god. Um, So you asked Yeah, I I did. I did. It is on me. God, my bad. Uh, So, uh, kind of give us a little summary about you guys. What do you? What do you guys? How old are you guys? How? What do y'all like to do for fun? Gotta introduce yourselves. TJ, you first. I'm drinking. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm the only one of these maniacs that's married. I got a kid, so that takes up most of my time. She's two, and she's cuter than your kid, and I'll argue about it. Um, And I pretty much do that shit, and that's just about it. (laughs) So I'm I'm real exciting. Yeah, we can tell by your voice. (laughs) We can tell by your voice. <laughs> William. All right, so 27, just like TJ. Um, I work for Toyota Motor Manufacturing. So if you drive a Toyota, a Corolla, Tacoma, Highlander, Tundra, Sequoia, or Forerunner, you're fucking welcome. If you had a recall, tough shit. Maybe you shouldn't have fucked it up. Um, let's see. Yeah, what that, else? that's how recalls. <laughs> It's always their fault. So, anyway, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. If if you had a recall, I'm sorry. We'll try to unfuck it. So, it was probably our fault because he was hung over that day at work. You're goddamn right. And if you have a dick (laughs) drawn on your engine, that was me. So, you're you're welcome for that. (laughs) Moving forward. (laughs) I've also also been in the National Guard, you know, just kind of a soldier, not really a soldier for about nine, ten, is it ten years? Nine years, nine years, nine years now. Yeah, and uh, two deployments under my belt, and that's about it. Yeah, nothing too crazy. All right, 
<laughs> these are my best friends, man. These are some of my brothers. I've known them since we were kids back in, uh, I think it's Kateka. Um, Jesus, I, I, I don't know the amount of time that we've been friends. Um, but it's double digits for sure. <laughs> so it was sixth grade. Yeah, TG, sixth, sixth grade. grade. Yeah, for Mike. And then I've known yeah, William. Yeah. I don't know that we really hung out till we got to high school, but I've known William since we were like six. I knew I knew you were a prick in kindergarten, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> he gave the first time I ever talked to him. We were seven years old, and he gave me the same spiel about his last name that he just gave all of y'all. The exact so he's practiced this for two decades. <laughs> I think the phrasing was the same too. I think you dropped an F bomb. You're goddamn right I did. <laughs> oh my god. All right. <laughs> he's fucking Oh my goodness. Right, Mike is regretting his decision. No, I'm not I'm not dis- I'm not regretting it. So I came I, I think I met these guys back when I when I, I moved there from Decatur. Uh I think it was I wanna say s- sixth grade. I think I think it was sixth grade. Um I met I met uh William first. Uh we talked about going to Amsterdam and doing weed and Fuck fucking yeah. uh, I remember that. Yeah, doing weed and like <laughs> having fun across and everything there. And then I met TJ. I think no, we no, were... no, no, no. What, what, what were you going to say? No, I ain't going to go into it. <laughs> I was going to go into no, it. No, I'll elaborate. No, no, no. We were I... talking about going to Amsterdam, smoking weed, and fucking hookers. No, I, I don't think we, we talked about that. But... <laughs> so... <laughs> so... I met... I met... Moving on, to be a little bit more professional, uh, I met uh, TJ. We met... T- I met TJ seventh grade year and i think that was the first time i played football and i'm from Lacey, and i'd never seen a black person before so it was a new experience for me (laughs) yes (laughs) it's like whoa (laughs) it's like people what sort of species is this (laughs) yeah i know you you deal with a lot of hispanics out there in Lacey, but you never seen a black guy before (laughs) he's used to that no Oh my goodness! All right, so, <laughs> so where, where do you gentlemen want to start at, out at? <laughs> let's just get started. All right, do we want to do we want to start it uh, a little more serious, a little more on the nose, or do we want to we want to fuck around a little bit? No, we're just gonna fuck around. Go ahead, TJ. Bring some. Of the All, right. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got some uh, some would you rather. I know that's kind of you know old. Passe. I've been doing that for a long time. But I got some, I think I got some unique ones, right? Are we ready? Yep. Would you rather fight Justin Bieber with a nightstick? He has a nightstick. You have nothing. Justin Bieber with a nightstick or Gina Carano, and she has no weapon. Who would Gina you rather Car- fight? G- uh, Gina. I want her legs around me. yeah Yeah. like i I, like this is what's gonna happen she's gonna put me in a uh like a little triangle possibly or put me in an arm bar and i'm just gonna lick her skin and just (laughs) not to to sound sound like a freak i'm I'm just like like, i'm just being honest bro like I like I like like women with legs. Like I'm just God, I'm just damn. being honest, bro. But no, like I I'd I fight her. I, 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 
I wouldn't even throw a punch. I would just like just go in for the hug, and then she can do whatever she wants. I'll tap for sure. Grab grab what you can before you pass out. All right. I'm going to try to fight it as much as possible not to pass out and just enjoy my time. (laughs) William? All right. So I'm going to go with – I'm going to fight Justin Bieber just because it'll be a lot easier. Okay. Here's my reasoning. I've he's seen nice his girl. girl. Uh, so, so to the audience, okay. so the yes. audience right now, his girlfriend's with him in the house, so he can't really exactly. speak <laughs> what he wants to say. No, no. I mean, I, I mean, no, no, no. Truly, truly, truly. Like, I would fight lie. Justin Bieber with an nightstick. I've been hit with a nightstick several times. I mean, it wasn't exactly by the police. Maybe I was fucking around and we were trying to be knights and shit while we were on duty, but that's beside the point. The point is... Your tax dollars at work, ladies and gentlemen. I would fight Justin Bieber with a nightstick because I've seen how small he is. Yes, a nightstick is going to hurt, but he can't swing that bitch hard enough to break bones, so he's going to hit me once. He's going to piss me the fuck off, and then I'm going to take that nightstick, and I'm going to jab it up his asshole, and I'm going to run around town with him like he's a fucking flag. So I do have a... I do wonder, though, because Bieber is... He's not big. But he, I think he's taller than you realize. And he's got no, kind no, of a, he, 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 he could get some left. You know, I think he's like six one. No, no. I thought he was like like five ten. I thought he was like our height. We can ah, look it up, gentlemen. <laughs> uh-huh. We we have the Google machine. That is a thing. Let's see. Wait, let me whip out my handy dandy encyclopedia. He's five nine. Really? I thought he was See, taller. Than told that. you. I told you. So okay. Now, okay. So yeah. Okay. I would if I'd have known he was five nine, I would have given him a baseball bat instead of a nightstick. <laughs> I would have changed it. No, dude. Dude, baseball. Well, I, I guess obviously depends on different types of baseball bat. Wood, you know, versus aluminum. But whatever. Anyways, still, I still feel like, way, like a wooden baseball bat would fuck you up. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like the the yeah. wood, I mean, it's a different material. But if I remember correctly, wood is a the wood baseball bats are a little bit denser mm-hmm. than aluminum. Yeah. Not as much flex on them. There's more. There's more material. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. yeah. TJ, what would you do? Oh, Cena Carano. Yeah. It's, it's sure. not close. Yeah, it's not, it's <laughs> it's not, not close. close. Like <laughs> this. If this is the way, just bend my helmet all the fuck. This. this... This, this is, is the way. way. This, <laughs> is, this the is the way. way. Like, God, I love like, that joke. Like, I just want, I just want to be like, listen, I'm a huge uh-huh. fan, and I have a huge crush on you. But, but like, when you take me down, be gentle as possible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, at that point, she's gonna Sonya Blade like lap, wrap her legs around your. Totally face fine with that. Totally, totally fine with that. Like, <laughs> totally straight up brutality. Totally. Look, fine with I'm that. A, like, here's the thing, like. You know, she's she get more popular being on The Mandalorian, as she should. She's great in that show. But I was watching Deadpool like three years ago when it first came out. And I was like, that's a stupid-ass haircut that she's got. But that chick's fine as hell. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I thought, she was, like, I thought she was fucking bad in Deadpool. Like, I saw her and I was like, I was like shit. Yeah, 100%. Facts. <laughs> She's on. She's on my wish list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Right. Y'all, I might die. I might die in your living room, man. Because Sarah is <laughs> at me right now. 
I mean, I got my gun and my knife, but I don't think that's enough. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You got another one, uh, TJ? I got a few more. We can Let's do a go. couple more. Let's all go. Right. You're on the Girl. desert island. All right. Okay. Now, desert island, you get to choose either A, you're there with the woman of your dreams, but no food and water. So you either got to figure that out or die. Okay. Right. <laughs> Or you can have all the food and water you need, but you're there with the most annoying person you remember from high school. Oh, I got this one immediately. So, I mean, TJ would be with me, obviously. So, I think we could, we can definitely. Uh, work. I, I knew that. I knew that was coming. I knew <laughs> that was coming. And we'll figure some shit out. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Honestly, yeah, I do the food like as much as I would love the perfect woman in my dreams. Uh no, I I really would lo- love to live and eat all the mm-hmm. food and the water. I mean, <clears throat> drink all the water, not eat the water. It's stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> we're going to we're going to solidify the water. You mean Science. freezing it? There's a, we, we have a word for that. <laughs> yes, in this language, Chemist. chemistry, <laughs> chemistry at its finest. But no, yeah, I would, I would, yeah, I would do, I would, I would do a uh, second one for sure. Eat all, have all the food and drink all the water as possible, and then have the annoying person because that doesn't bother me. I can tune people out. Yeah, yeah. See, I I would do the same thing, except like instead of like tuning them out, I would fucking murder them, just because. No, you can't no. See, can't do that. You can't. Well, I can't always, them? No, no. You have to survive. Okay, okay. Well, all right, yeah. well, all right fine, fine. I mean, I'll, I'd still choose it, but if you know the problem ever arise, where like we're being stalked by a fucking panther, I'll just give a quick slash from my knife into his like Achilles <laughs> tin or something, and let him be bait. And just watch him scream and cry in terror as the panther rips his face off. But you know, whatever. No, there are no predators on this island. See, God I have to it. start. Ask, see, you're the kind of guy that makes the ad rules to the island. So it's like a Hunger Games style island where I control everything. Ah, oh, fuck the Hunger Games. All right, whatever. <laughs> you know what? All right, yeah, I get. No. You know what? No, I'll, you give. I'll, no, I'll, take, I'll take my chances with number one. No, I'll, I'll go with the woman of my dreams, but no food and water. I'll go with that one just because it will force. It's like Hernando de Soto: burn all your ships, leaving your choice, leaving you to only move forward or to die. So who's the so who's I'll the woman either of your learn dreams? to thrive? I don't. I don't actually. I don't think that was De Soto that did that. Yeah, it was De Soto. De Soto burned ships. I don't think it was. Whatever. Anyway, semantics. Who's who's the, the woman of dreams? Is obviously to my right. Oh right yeah. Here, yeah, you better Sarah, say that fucking answer. Uh, my lovely lady. Uh, that is the woman of my dreams. <laughs> is definitely not Scarlett Johansson. Damn. Not at all. <laughs> oh shit! She's glaring at me. She's got a knife. <laughs> <laughs> all right, TJ. What about you, man? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I, I'll take the woman of my dreams because me and Miranda Lambert will figure some shit out. I feel like, like she would we, just we, we, murder we, you after writing a song. We, nah, fam. We can we can both hunt and fish. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but you're not a Blake Shelton. <clears throat> well, she divorced Blake Shelton, so that's probably a good thing. Yeah, that's that, that, that is a good thing. He, he is a real piece <laughs> of up, shit. Um, keep up with pop culture. Are you kidding me? He, he's doing just fine for himself. Yeah, he also wrote songs about Miranda, and then he totally like, Fucked around on the side. She's gonna well, sing to you more hey, like her. No, no, I, look, hold up. 
Hold up. Uh-uh. No, stop, Mike. I'm not here for the Blake Shelton slander. We're going to get this right. A, he did not write songs about Miranda. He recorded songs that he heard. Sir, God Gave Me You was not written about Miranda Lambert. Get that shit out of here. B, he did not fuck around on the side. They Bullshit. just fell apart because they were both on the road. Whatever. Anyways, they we're, we're going to move. We're gonna, wait, okay. <laughs> so, right. God, we're, we're not getting into this right now. Yeah, we're, we're going to go into that <laughs> later at a different time. However, we will move forward. I'm not here. Oh my astrologist sixty nine. Oh my god, Mr. Astrologist sixty nine. <laughs> Keep going. Dude. Let's do this. This fucking guys, man. Uh, all right, so <laughs> so there's a report. Okay, so this is a so Philly uh, professor accused of spending one hundred eighty five thousand dollars of grant money, which was intended to do research, but he spent it on strippers and sports bars. <laughs> uh, fuck yes. Fuck yes. So yeah. the former, the former, talking former about. Drexler University professor <laughs> is facing these these theft charges. So my question to you guys are: What would you do with that amount of money? If, okay, how much? So wait a minute. One hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. Oh, that's it. <laughs> okay, so question: One hundred eighty-five grand. What was that? What did you say that the grant was supposed to go Science. towards? In <laughs> research. Just, just science, but not not anything like. Was it like cancer research? Like, should I feel bad about you this? You should feel bad about or it regardless. Like... He, t- he stole money for research. I mean, any yeah, source. Yeah, I mean, science like, is supposed like to further horse... humanity, man. Yeah, but if it's like horse shit science, like, you know, there's stupid science. Like, do fish feel pain? Like, yeah, hey, yeah. does... What would you... Okay, okay. listen. First off, what yeah. would you do with it? <laughs> <sighs> TJ, you go. See, I my answer is going to be boring because I'm married and got a kid. I would pay off the house. I'd put some away for Karen College, and I would buy a boat. Respectful answer, William. Oh, and you think I'm <laughs> any more fucking exciting, bitch? I got a fucking house too. <laughs> I'd pay off my yeah, fucking but house, I know you- pay off my car. <clears throat> I wouldn't do shit to my truck just because it's on a lease, and I'll just fucking deal with that. And it's I so brand new. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know with the rest. I don't know. Maybe I mean whatever the research I'm fucking doing. I guess put it towards that and maybe spend some money on an accountant. And be like, hey, bro, how do I finagle this to where finagle this to where I don't get caught? Finagle it. Yeah, finesse it. Whatever. I give you a hundred dollars. I give you a hundred dollars if you spell that word. Finagle. Oh shit, no. Okay. F I N A G G L E. I. I don't believe that's true at all. Finn Agel. I don't. I, 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 I don't think that's true. So it's it's actually it's actually F I N A G L E. You miss it by that that G. You put an extra G in there. Fucking the ass. God. He was close. He was close. He was close. He was close. I'm proud of. Him. So yeah. Honestly, that's my drunk guy. Oh my god. Honestly, what I would probably do with it uh, also. Pay some bills, uh, buy some guns. Uh, Fuck yeah, because I can never get enough of that. Probably see, like I would like to go to a concert, a couple of concerts, man, and kind of mm. just travel. Oh yeah, I'm going. I I love to do that. Definitely go. Like to go to a a, a different country and kind of experience the culture there for sure. Uh, 
I think William, you've you've been to different countries for deployment, right? Don't go to the Middle East, hands down. Oh, we have maybe to, two out of five. We, we two might, out of five stars. We might have we to definitely go there anyway. would not visit. We might, we might have to go there anyway, but uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like his visits were a little different. He's basically working, like. No, no. Even it ain't like time, he got to go be a tourist. No, even when I had time off, I would definitely not visit the Middle East again. Like, unless you're going there to stack bodies or help people, like, I don't, not die, don't go. Yeah, I don't, like, like, I would love, you know, I'm, I'm a big history buff, and uh, so I'd love to go to to Israel, you know, and go to, you know, these yeah. sites. Dude. It, but... I but uh uh-uh. uh I don't I don't think I would. I'm gonna be honest with you. My answer if I did go to the Middle East, like I would just love to like them to answer one question for me is how do they get internet in those caves? And I can fucking <laughs> lag on my video game and my router is right beside me. Like it doesn't make sense. Bro, Bin Laden had the best customer support from AT and T. I swear to God. Ever. You know what? Because all his cousins working there. God, like. <laughs> No cap, like I would you love might have to, to have, like, yo, what, might... what internet provider you got, bro? Like, that's that's all I want to ask. You might... And then, like, dude, from there, you, our I'm fucking gone. radios don't even, our fucking radios don't even reach past like the mountains in there. Like, you can go one mile. All right, these radios are supposed to reach ten fucking miles. They'll reach maybe one mile, and then the mountains start messing with the interference, and all, you know, all this crap happens. But somehow, fucking jihadi John in the fucking oh bumfucked Egypt backwood shithole of a fucking cave can send a 720p video to YouTube. I don't know how. And might, and might I point out that a lot of these videos that we're referencing, they were sending them in like 2005. Yes. 2006. Yes. When you couldn't look even at- watch anything online. <laughs> so I would love to go to London. Big Ben, I'd love to go <laughs> visit that. Uh, I would like to go to Switzerland, Germany for sure. And oh, fuck yeah. I'd like to do Pretty Lady Japan, Japan also. Yeah, I actually <laughs> really would good? like to go to Japan. <laughs> What's really good? Go to Tokyo. <laughs> hey, we ain't going to, we ain't going to Seoul, we're going to Tokyo. <laughs> Man, dude, it's pronounced one, it's pronounced Sir. Seoul. <laughs> Two, that's in Korea, you dumb fuck. Three. That's what I just said. You said Cause, seal. Because you were getting all excited. You're Korean, you dumbass. Right. Okay. You think I ain't trying to go all to Japan right. and clap some cheeks? All right. <laughs> Again, your, your, your girlfriend is right beside you. All right. Oh, no, she gave me some bad looks right now. So would y'all go anywhere else or anything like that? TJ, you go. I would love to go to Ireland. I would love to go to Ireland just because I feel like it's the motherland for me. <laughs> mm. I mean, look at me. I'm a fat guy with a red beard. I guarantee you somebody down the line in my family tree was from Ireland. So what you're saying is you would join the IRA. I mean, I don't think that's still a thing. Oh, no, no. It definitely but... is. They actually hold a uh, political seat. Well, yeah, but they're not like still blowing shit up. <laughs> <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> William. <laughs> Me, I, I would go back to Germany, hands down. For sure. Just because, oh, yes, for sure. Yeah. Over going, I would pick Germany over Korea, Japan. Korea, of course, you know, my, you know, 
my what's word? Fuck. What's that fucking word? My fuck ethnicity's home country. <laughs> whatever. Anyways, my yeah, race, answer's home race. country. So yeah, my, my race is home. So like over Korea, over Japan, over anywhere else, I would pick Germany. One because their alcohol selection is absolutely fantastic, but I would tie in food with that. Like their food is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, driving. Driving is so simple there. Like me having driven in the United States, obviously my entire fucking life, going to a complete foreign country, having to take a two-week test, which you had to score almost perfect on. Otherwise, you couldn't drive there. So I scored, obviously, almost perfect. And once I got there, I thought, oh, man, it's going to be tough, you know, because all the signs are in German. I can't read shit. No, dude, everything was so simple. They used roundabouts more than red lights. Everybody stayed out of the left fucking lane, which I hate about Americans. And it's just like everything, everybody was more situational than aware as far as driving goes. Mm-hmm. So, one, food and alcohol. Two, driving. Three, the Audubon. Pretty ladies. I mean, oh, yeah, that, that's another thing. Like, like, I don't know, just people you, in general. You don't have to respond, just blink twice. Blink twice if you agree. Okay, blink twice. Um, blink, blink. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna hear. Blink, she's, blink. Gonna re- she's gonna watch, like listen to this 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 episode, so she'll she'll know. <laughs> no, but William, I mean, to, 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 don't burp into the microphone. To add on to that, though, like like just the people in general, like they just looked better and were in better health than Americans. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I used the trains pretty often when I was there. Mm-hmm. Like one, the women looked better than the average American woman. Mm-hmm. Two, the men looked better than the average American man. Everybody looked more fit. Everybody looked in the face healthier. Everybody just looked better. Just because, I don't know. Three, guess, that Technicolor rainbow in between looked better than they do here in America, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, that, that was the main thing. But num- number three being the Audubon slash the Nürburgring. So the Nürburgring is a racetrack in Nuremberg, Germany, which they use for the 24-hour Le Mans race. Mm -hmm. And it's it's pretty much the testing grounds for all automotive manufacturers. Basically, if you want to know... Le Mans. Isn't that the, like, breathing exercises you do when you're pregnant? Oh, my God. Holy fucking shit. All right. All right. Just <laughs> So to conclude it, to conclude it, the, the 24-hour Le Mans is basically if you have a performance vehicle, you want to test and prove to the world that it is great and that it can withstand anything your customer can throw at it, you put it there. Mm-hmm. So that that's exactly where it goes. And, you know, Obviously, many manufacturers have been there. You know, Subaru, which I'm a huge fan of, for example, they had their regular WX STI running up against supercars like Lamborghini, Ferrari, Maserati, Porsche, all this other shit. But still, we're smoking these guys in a completely different class. It's just, it's an amazing experience. People camp out there, they rave, they party, they watch all these cars going, you know, fucking 200 miles per hour and shit. The Honda Civic Type R set a new world record for the fastest front-wheel drive vehicle at that track. That, that's how important that track is. It is 
the proven ground for any performance vehicle. And that's, that's the main thing. I would want to rent a Porsche or just any type of performance vehicle and just go there, hit that track, and just test myself. So, so Germany is where you would, you would like to go? Oh, again. fuck yes. Hands down. Okay. Um, so my next question. Can I, can I point? Uh, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt. Uh, I really don't. Okay, just I gotta. This will only make sense to the people listening if I explain this. I am in a room in Mike's house, but we had to separate because of the mic situation. Right? <laughs> so I'm in a library type room that they have, and I'm looking at a title of a book. It is Mycroft and Sherlock, written by Anna Waterhouse and Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Huh? What? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Explain. I'm, I can't I, explain. I don't I know. I don't, I don't. That's my sister's books. Like she'll be able to explain that. I don't. I can't help you. I, and again, I'm sorry. Continue. I just couldn't. I couldn't let that slide. Oh my All right. So, so my next question. This is more so for like the big guys. Um, you think? Do you guys think that females care about dating bigger people? Like, does body image matter to females? so i think it does but here's the thing i don't think it matters as much as we think Mm -hmm. right i think we gotta like for guys and i'm looking at this like from a guy like you know looking to date and things like that i think like it's you don't have to be as as skinny or as muscular as you think Mm -hmm. you do but here's the thing i think that changes when you get a little older when you're just coming out of high school, you're in college, you're teenagers, that I think girls are a lot more like, oh my God, he's got to have abs, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I think if you, like, you get to like 25, you get a little older, it changes. They don't, they don't want a skinny little mm-hmm. dude necessarily all yeah. the time. They want a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> what do you think, William? Uh shit. You you go ahead. I'm still thinking my response because this this is a really complicated so, one. So I I I don't I'm not sure. Like honestly, I think a lot of females they like a dominant guy, and in most cases where I mean, especially with society now, what's going on, I think it's okay to be a bigger guy to get to that attract females. But the thing is also, and this is let's just segue into another subject that we're about to talk about, where William takes over. Um, I think in most cases that it is image, but there is some cases where that can be, you know, it's a little, it's, it's, it's murky waters, honestly. Cause I know a lot of people like for sex trafficking and stuff like that. It's <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, I, I'm not, I, I'm not 100% sure. Honestly, cause for me, I'm a bigger guy and I struck out a lot in my lifetime. I, <laughs> I think well, there's, there's not, and I, I think people have this idea in their mind that there's like this perfect body mm. type or body mm. size that you go for. And this is, got, this is men and women. Mm. And that's just not yeah. true. Everybody's got different preferences. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to look a certain way or no guy's going to be attracted to you or no girl's going to be attracted to you. That's just, that's not real yeah. life. I understand that. Right. And you've just got to like, you know, you just, yeah. and again, it's, it's easier now that we've gotten older. 
I just I want to sit down with some of these kids and be like, look, be, be comfortable and be try to be healthy. Yeah. Don't worry about the other stuff. It it doesn't matter nearly as much as you. Well, think see, this it does. thing like and a lot of I think a lot of ladies definitely look into that kind of like what they look like and what like they have because and and that's what a lot of I think guys prey on. Um, and if correct me if I'm if I'm wrong here, but I mean that's I think a lot of females they mostly care about the looks than personality wise, if that makes sense. When they're younger, yeah. again, I'm you know uh, just from what I like again, I've, I'm seeing it shift as we get older. It's a lot more important. I mean, obviously, like you know, if you're you know. You can't look like a complete slob. Oh, for sure. No, but, for sure. You can't right, do that. Yeah. You can't definitely yeah. can't do that. But it, it, no, you can't. But it gets less important, like as you get older. Like, and it, you know, the whole dad bod thing is bullshit. No, so, for sure. They're like women prefer dad bods. No, listen. If you look like Chris Hemsworth, you're probably gonna get more pussy. I'm just gonna keep it real with you. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> right. That's that's just fact. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you, you know, you can't be successful in relationships if you don't. Mm. All right, uh, William, what's, what's up, man? So first off, if I looked and sounded like Chris Hemsworth, I would suck my own dick. Okay, like, and this is the end of the episode. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, JK, JK. No, no seriously, so... It, actually, I'm going to completely agree with you, Mike. Like, I, it's just dependent upon the person, number one. And number two, I would say it's also dependent upon – I get – I don't want to say the situation per se, but that's kind of how it feels. Like, if you run into a – if you're a female, let's say – let's say you're an – or a larger size, a bigger size female. Let's say you are five eight, a hundred and thirty pounds. Whatever. I guess that's. I don't know if that's bigger as far as female centers go. But let's I'm just be say, wrong. I, I'm, mad. I, I'm mad and comfortable right now. I, I'm. I'm just saying. <laughs> as far as height goes, yeah, you definitely are. <laughs> so I don't. I don't want to. We're the same height, fucker. <laughs> bullshit. We are exactly the same height. Moving sure. forward. So, <laughs> let, let, okay, let's just not specifics. Just say, in general, you're a slightly bigger female. Okay. If you run into some random guy in Publix, you're shopping for groceries and shit, and this guy takes to you, he's interested in you, and he's a big guy. Let's say he's 6'3", two, 250. Okay, that's a pretty large dude. That's intimidating. And like Mike said, you know, as far as if you are, you know, focused on, okay, is this guy going to try to abduct me and shit? And you're not a carefree person per se. It could be intimidating and you could want to shy away. But then again, it all goes back again to what you said at the very beginning, Mike, Mm -hmm. is that it's all dependent upon the individual. Mm -hmm. Like, Sarah, I'm significantly bigger than her. I'm 200 pounds. She's 110. Mm-hmm. I far outwear her. I'm much larger. Like, and that didn't 
deter her away. Then again, I could run into a female that's my height, maybe 150 pounds, not, you know, not, you know, still far away from my weight, but, you know, not as close, but, you know, a little bit further away from my, excuse me, a little bit further away from my weight, but she would still be intimidated by me. Mm -hmm. I think it all comes down to the, the demeanor of the male. Like, how dominant do you come off? Do you come off as being aggressive? Do you come off as being a little bit more passive? <clears throat> it's just, it's complicated. So here's like the thing, because for me, and because for me, I'm I'm six one and I'm two fifty five, so I'm obviously a big guy, and I don't have right. the that's the nicest face, like when just walking around. I actually have lower <laughs> my eyes are set low, <laughs> like I like my eyes are set low, like I smoke weed all the time, and then I just kind of mumble every now and then. So you have RDF resting dick face. Shut the fuck up. I don't even know that it's, <laughs> I don't even know that it's that. I just think like what is I think Mike's kinda like me. Mike doesn't like people in general. No, He's got certain people he really likes. Okay, so so my face is just really like it's not the most pleasing face. So when I come off as when I especially when I talk, because I have a deeper voice, people think I am being aggressive. So mm-hmm. for me, I have to obviously try to be a teddy bear. But at the same time, you have to get your fucking point across. So I, mm-hmm. I think you, I think that's the hardest part, especially for men. <laughs> definitely when it's coming towards of like not only like trying to attract women, but also un- like try to down it just a little bit, just that you're wanting to welcome them, but also not be an asshole and oh, like a pussy or anything like that, or or anything mm-hmm. just being passive. So I think that's the hard the hardest part about being a bigger person. Um, because a lot of females they do want that they want an aggressive guy, alpha male, but that shit can go south really fast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and you know, and the thing about it, yeah, some girls are going to want more of an A type personality, right? Obviously, Sarah does because she's with you. Obviously, Dana <laughs> does because she married me. You know, but some girls want a guy that's a little more, you know. Laid back, kind of, you know, sit back, be quiet, don't interject, don't be as assertive. But there, again, there's not, there's not a one solution to everything kind of rule here. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be real honest with you. I've been married for so long at this point. If I had to go out and try to be social and get a date and find a girlfriend, I have no idea what I would do. I have no idea where to start. I have no strategy. I have no game plan. Slaughter her. I would just kind of. And then you will get her love. (laughs) Oh God! I would just kind of exist and wait for something to happen. You've been watching you? <laughs> I, no, hell no! Look, I don't, I we, watch hold on, shit. Uh-uh. back it up. We, I'm, we gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. We are gonna Go segue ahead. into William's point here, do right? Do it. Do it. Because listen, I do not understand how girls will watch that kind of show and love it so much, but you let some guy who's like an electrical contractor. <laughs> pull up and park next to them at Walmart in his white van and all of a sudden oh I almost got abducted no he just needed to buy a Gatorade before he went to his next job like but the the thing about it is what's so bad about it hey I don't understand how they watch those kind of shows but what's so bad about that scenario is that happens so much that people are scared of it 
that they are hyper aware. So let me, of, let me, let me you know, let me and I understand that. Let me say this real quick. So the females that are listening will definitely have you on the podcast so you can defend yourselves. This is just honestly what guys, what we think. Because uh, honestly, I think that this y'all, is us sitting around with a bunch of beer. Y'all are a bunch of contradictions, and we just happen to have like, <laughs> wrapped in enigmas, wrapped in mysteries. <laughs> All right, we're we moving on. We're moving on. Uh, William, you got a topic, man. So, I mean, like I discussed, like, excuse me, like I discussed all earlier, mine's pretty serious. It's called, um, it's, it's human trafficking. So, it's coming to light more recently with the abduction that happened with that girl in Tennessee, not to mention that girl down in Birmingham. I mean, if y'all live in Alabama or live in the South period in general, there was a, I believe she was six years old abducted in Birmingham and she, fuck, it's just, it's kind of hard for me to talk about. It's just really fucked up. So she was abducted. Unfortunately, the authorities found her dead. And I guess I'm just here to provide some tips to prevent it per se. I have it broken down in three different subjects. Of course, we'll cover it in different episodes. So I have it broken down into prevention, protection, and then escape. Escape, obviously being you got caught, you're in their hands. How do you get out? So, number one, prevention. Um, prevention, for the most part, all starts with pretty simple things. It starts with, well, just being aware, being aware of your surroundings. Where are you parked? Um, who is around you? Where are your keys? Where, if you have, if you carry a weapon such as knife, pepper spray, gun, whatever, where is it? Do you have your hands on it? What time of day is it? How is the crime in your area? That's just what I'm talking about. Is like situational awareness as far as prevention goes. How high is the rate of human trafficking in your area now? A lot of people in North Alabama don't realize it, but Highway 20, I believe it's Highway 20, that runs through Coleman. Is that it, y'all? Do y'all know? Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Mm, it. That runs through Coleman is 65. It, no, no, no. no. It's it, the interstate. No, no, not the interstate, the highway. It's it, 220. 220. 220. Yeah, so Highway 220 is a major, major um, roadway for human trafficking. So they use it a lot of times for running from, excuse me, I'm trying to think, orientate myself from the eastern part of Alabama to the western part. So, you know, back and forth because it runs through practically most of the state. So, uh, excuse me. So, you know, a lot of people don't realize it, but it's pretty prevalent. Or pr- pretty rev- rev- relevant. Sorry, drinking too much. Relevant in this area, so it's all about being situationally aware, and that—that's the number one thing. A lot of people don't realize it, but it, that's completely free. You don't have to pay for that. You don't have to pay for realizing, oh shit, there's a lot of this going on, or hey, <laughs> maybe I should park closer towards the front. Maybe I should park in such a way that that camera, that security camera can see me or maybe I should walk out to my vehicle with a coworker, you know, just 
things like that. It's little things. So I've heard like, I've heard like you can park more so like where the street street lights are and that way you can see what's going around, going on around you. Um, Right. I've, I've I've heard I've heard a lot of like things, especially like when you're at a gas station, because I know there's some abductions that happen at a gas station before that, which you can you can um, just park in, just like just stay in the lights instead of being on the sides or anything like that, and just notice who is around you and what's going on, because mm-hmm. a lot of people they do sneak up behind you, they do they do a lot of things uh, to kind of especially for women just to just to take advantage of them. So definitely from what I've like, it's, it's like getting like a lot of ladies, they like to have their keys in their hands or like ball it into a fist and to, right. ready to use it as, as a weapon. And mm-hmm. as much as how, how sad that is to, to say for a lot of females, it, that's something that happens because for, even for my family, like, there's women that's in my family, like it's, I've, it's, it's mostly all women. And I have to constantly tell them like over and mm-hmm. over and over again, like, Hey, make sure you know what's around you and what's going on. I have like, my sister works at, works at a store and it's a lot of people come in and go out all the time. So it's, it's kind of hard to just kind of like pinpoint her and especially with cameras because cameras can only do so much, especially when, you they having to look back at what happened because that could take hours uh, before yeah, anything could yeah. possibly happen. So I, I always say for me and then my opinion and like I said, you correct me if I'm wrong here, is always being be ready for anything that's possibly bad could happen. Like keeping a box cutter, keeping your <laughs> keys ready, keeping uh, anything that can protect you uh, at ready at all times. And getting to yeah. where you needing to go, putting your grocery up, putting your bag up, and getting in the car. Don't get out for anybody. Don't answer nobody. Don't uh, keep your doors locked, and go about your business. That's that's how I mm-hmm. I, I, I see things, um, and yeah. I, I things that I think could possibly ha- uh, help. Yeah, well, I mean that what you just said that rolls into the section that I broke down of protection, mm-hmm. like protection, like. That that's ultimately what it's going to come down to. Protection is what will separate you from being, you know, just another average Joe Schmo that goes on about your way home, or what turns you into another statistic on the fucking evening news. Like that's just what it comes down to. But you know, going back to prevention, it's simple things. It's things like you can park in well-lit areas. Well, I mean, there are plenty of well-lit areas instead of a parking garage. Well, guess what? There are plenty of blind spots too. So, you know, if you work in an area to where you have to park in a parking garage, find out where the cameras are. Find out where close exits are. If you can, park close to an exit. If that means you've got to come to work 30 minutes early, fuck it. Sacrifice that 30 minutes of sleep, whatever. Come to work early. What it comes down to is how much do you value your life? Do you value your life enough to where you can sacrifice that 30 minutes of sleep to come to work a little bit early, get that parking spot that's closer to the exit, closer to the camera, wherever it may be. Mm -hmm. And then furthermore, when you're leaving from work, 
like you said, having your keys balled up in a fist to where you can, you know, somebody comes up to you, you start clawing like you're Wolverine. Motherfucker, it is X-Men on. I'm about to slash your face right the fuck up with these keys. So, and that, that, that's exactly kind of the point. The one point I would want to add to this is any, any woman or man listening, anybody listening to this, Mm -hmm. you know, I hope you never, ever, ever have to be in a situation like this that we're talking about. However, if you do, please, please, please fight. Yeah. Do not, do not. And I, you know, I'm a big true crime fan. I cannot tell you how many interviews I've heard from these serial killers, you know, and traffickers and people like this who, you know, they would have ducked somebody and they wouldn't fight. They would pull a gun on or pull something and they would just kind of meekly follow them. I, I understand it's the mentality of, oh, well, I don't want them to hurt me. Let me explain something to you. If, you, if you're walking to your car and somebody pops up and pulls a gun on you and says, get in the car and you get in that car, you are going to die. There is no sugarcoating it. No way around. Now, if you fight, you might, they may kill you, but you're giving yourself the best chance. Probably what's going to happen, I don't know the statistics on this, but I would think you start fighting and you start raising hell, you start drawing attention, they're going to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to run because they're not expecting that. But just, just fight with everything you got. Don't, don't do this, oh, well, if I just do what he says, he won't hurt me. Bullshit. You're not going to come out of that car if you follow them. Yeah. You're just not. Statistically, it's just not going to happen. Well, it comes back to, um, actually, I have a story saved on my phone. It's, there, there's a, there was a guy a couple years ago, he was robbed in, if, if y'all live in North Alabama, you'll know where I'm talking about, but there's this place called Bridge Street Town Center. Or he wasn't robbed, excuse me. He prevented himself being, from being robbed because he had his keys in his hand. And this guy came around the corner, all of a sudden presented a gun, and told him, give me all you got. The moment he presented that gun, the guy hit the panic button on his, on his car. Didn't present a weapon or anything. All he did was hit the panic button on his key fob. The moment that happened, the guy tucked his gun away and tucked tail and ran. Mm-hmm. He ran away just because of a noise. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, this did happen at 1 p.m., but still, the noise alone was enough to deter him and make him run away. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, it could be something as simple as just pressing the panic button on your key fob. So that's another form of prevention. It's like that'll make someone run away. And it was like you said, TJ, like, the moment you start fighting, they're probably going to give up because essentially what human traffickers are, they're predators. And if you think about predators, let's say a jaguar, for example. example, Jaguars are ambush predators. They go after prey that's easy. Prey that's not paying attention, they're looking away, they're drinking water, whatever it may be. So they go after the prey that has their back turned. The moment that prey starts fighting, they may not immediately let go, but they're going to start thinking, holy shit. This isn't as easy as I thought. So a predator has to be in prime shape in order to take down, you know, its food to fight. Same thing with human traffickers. They have to be in prime shape in Mm -hmm. order to earn their living, per se. As as shitty as that sounds, to earn their living off of people. So what happens is when when you start fighting back, when you start making noise, 
you're no longer easy prey. You are now a hard target. Mm-hmm. When that happens, exactly, exactly. They, in the the worst case scenario, they kill you. That's absolute worst case scenario. Well, if that happens, guess what? If as long as you're right with your God, whatever it may be, as long as you're good with your life, guess what? That's it. You're done. Mm-hmm. You went out fighting and, and did your and absolute giving, best. And you're giving yourself the chance because if you don't fight, guess what's going to happen? You're you're going to die. Yeah. It's exactly. You, you got to give yourself the chance. Fighting, fighting. There is a chance, even if it's just a one percent chance. There is a chance that you will live. Now, if you just if you give um, in. That's it. 100% chance that you're probably going to die or you will end up having horrible having horrible things done to you that you will that will make you wish you were dead. So as as terrible as that sounds. Yeah. So uh, all in all like it is uh, I wish that we didn't have to even bring this up or even have to have, talk about this but the world is evil. I mean there is evil things in the world. I won't say the world's evil. I I will say that the, there is good people there, but if you are one of those good people and you see something happen like like this that that doesn't feel right, you have to speak up. Also, look out for other mm-hmm. people. And um, this it, it is some it is something unfortunate that we have to speak about and kind mm-hmm. of protect uh, women, kids especially, and other men as well. But it, it's it's just things that we have to be better at. So. Not to interrupt you there, but yeah, I, in my opinion, like we have to, ladies, like especially with your kids, take lessons on self defense, like gun lessons, how to hold your pistols, how to, how to fire, like everything that you need to, and men uh, do the exact same thing because yes. it is it is a a frightening world out there, and we definitely don't want any anything or any uh, anyone hurt or harmed uh, from this, right. um, but. To, to give another example is like Sarah, a lot of her family is in Spain. So her and her family went to Spain to go visit and they're in a, you know, pretty broad open touristy area and it's the middle of daylight. So like you would think nothing bad would happen. Well, it's just Sarah and her little brother. Her little brother was like maybe 12, 13 at the time, something like that. So they're just kind of walking around checking out this area and Sarah, thankfully, happens to notice these two guys watching them. Not like happen, you know, glancing over at them, but like watching them intently, following them, going everywhere they go. One guy sitting on the phone, talking consistently while they're, you know, and staring at them while he's talking on the phone. Now, maybe they were traffickers, maybe they weren't. But still, you can't take that chance. These guys were following them, and they didn't back off until... Sarah and her brother reunited with their parents and got in between them. So, again, another part of prevention, safety in numbers. So, you're, let's say you work the night shift. You've you got to go out to your car late at night, even if you're under a, you know, a brightly lit area and there's a security camera there. There's no guarantee. If you have a manager who is a half-assed decent human being, they will f- they will walk out there to your vehicle with you just in case anything happens. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a manager who will do that with you, well, then find someone, anyone. If worst case scenario, keep your phone ready to dial 911 on speakerphone. Keep it ready just in case. Again, there's a lot of common sense things. So, like, what I wanted to highlight 
was there is this company called Sheepdog Response. It's a company ran by a uh, former MMA fighter and a Green Beret named Tim Kennedy. Y'all might have heard of him. So he does a lot of classes on civilians defending themselves. He does a lot of things such as threat assessment, you know, escape, various things. So if you have the time, you can YouTube it. Sheepdog response. Sheepdog, one word, response. YouTube it. Check it out. You'll learn a lot of tips and tricks on not only protecting yourself, but protecting the ones that you love. And that's just, that's the biggest thing is prevention. Because you don't want to ever get caught in that situation. If you can prevent it, well, then you've already won the battle. That's all there is to yeah. it. Um, but, um, so, so we're going to kind of move on from there. Get from something that's so dark about that. We're going to kind of move on to sports. Um, TJ, the, uh, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, my man. Um, and from what we were yeah. looking at here, the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl also. So, um, that's, it's going to be interesting to watch because mm. just jumping right into it, the 49ers, they cannot score with the Chiefs. If this turns into a shootout, that's not a game they can, they can win. However, I don't know if Patrick Mahomes in his entire career of playing football has played a front seven quite like what San Francisco has. Those guys up front get after it. And I don't hear a lot of people talking about them. Their secondary is really good. They don't get a lot of publicity because the defensive line is so good. But I I just it's going to be interesting because it does seem like just the vibe that I get from it is that the the 49ers secondary is really, really physical. Yeah. They can all run. They're all not that they're slow. I'm not saying that, but they're you know seeing bigger physical man-to-man type mm. corners and safeties. And I don't know that they've played a receiving core ever in their life with the speed that the Chiefs. So, so at the moment, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? It's tough because I, I actually think there's a pretty close game. And generally, if you have two fairly matched teams, you take the best quarterback. Yeah. And that's how mm-hmm. I do it. If they're close, I'm going to pick the best quarterback. And the best quarterback, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. The best quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I, I mean, and it, I, I definitely, and not to cut you up, yeah, I, I got, I got the, the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs winning it all, taking it this year, which is surprising because uh, I had Baltimore and the Saints, but that panned it out too yeah. quickly. I, <laughs> right. You know, I, I, let me just, you know who I think the most important player for the Kansas City Chiefs is? It, it's going to be uh, one you're not that you wouldn't think about, but I think he's going to be the most important player in this game. Eric Fisher. Oh, uh, their left, left tackle. tackle. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 because if he can't handle Nick Bosa, yeah, he's gonna have a, a big it, game. Then it he's gonna have That's to. Because if they can get to him, now they this may be a situation like you know, we saw the Giants do this to the Patriots twice. If they can get a lot of pressure without bringing people, they can get a lot of pressure with just four then 
they can change some things. But, I mean, Patrick Mahomes creates so much. He can scramble around and keep his eyes downfield better than just about anybody I've yeah. seen. It's like him and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, like I said, I, I, I got the Chiefs winning it all. Um, did any of y'all catch – I'm happy for Andy. <laughs> Yeah, he, about time. This is his second his second time going to the Super Bowl. Right. So he'll hopefully he'll probably win win this one. Uh, in my opinion, but um, so it's only been sixteen years since yeah, he's been here. Only sixteen. Um, have you guys seen the fight? The Conor McGregor and uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, fucking uh, Cowboy yeah. Have y'all seen yeah. that fight? Yeah. You mean the whole forty seconds? I saw. Yeah, I saw the. <laughs> I saw the finish, and I, I, I was kind of surprised. I wasn't real surprised because Connor's just—he's got that kind of power, you know. It's he—he uh, he can just flash, you know, and all of a sudden, that's just that. I don't feel like that's something you can teach. That's just guys are just born with that. You, know, you can refine it. You can learn your techniques and all that stuff. But that kind of power, we're just. You can wobble a guy that quick. That's just either, you know, either God gave that to you or he didn't. However, however, with that being said, he he came down pretty hard. And nine times out of ten, when you see a UFC, especially in the UFC, in the UFC, when you see a fighter, mm. you know, lose their prime, they, they come down, take Chuck Liddell, for example. Mm. When they lose that, Hold on, hold on. You're talking about Connor came down hard? Yeah, I mean, after, Is that what you're saying? after okay. getting his... Okay, I'm going to circle back around to that. I'm going to circle around to that. After, you know, losing to Diaz, and then all of a sudden he decided this whole fiasco with um, Mayweather. He got beat there, and then he had all kinds of crap having, you know, happening, you know, mm-hmm. in his regular life. Punching that dude in the bar, getting caught with cocaine, all sorts of shit. He just, he looked rough. Mm-hmm. He looked rough. He performed he rough. He did he did not look great at all. Most of the time, when you see a fight, especially in the UFC, like I said, when you see a fighter like that coming coming down that hard, it's like you know, hey, their heydays are done. Like they may might make a celebrity appearance, whatever. But when he came right. back, like I said, I haven't seen the footage, mm-hmm. but for him to finish someone in 40 seconds he had to have came back hard and to me that that's that's pretty amazing that's pretty incredible well well and, and here's the thing about it. he did he lost to diaz now a he was fighting two weight classes above true, his true, normal weight true, class true, true and and nate diaz we're gonna get to him in a minute nate diaz he ain't gonna win any spelling bees but he might be the toughest son of a bitch walking this earth <laughs> that's just that's <laughs> right, but okay. The the thing with Mayweather, yeah, sure, fine. He made a hundred million dollars off of it, so I can't talk too much shit about it. I, and I, then I, losing I would to take Nassau for, for ten rounds, hundred percent. And for, I thought he did pretty million, good. Would, He's not a boxer. <laughs> I thought he did all right. Again, we knew what was going to happen, but I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. he he looked fine. And then, like, when he lost to Khabib, and I'm not even going to try to say his last name because I can't. But everybody was like, see, Connor sucks. He lost to Khabib. And I'm like, y'all realize, like, Khabib's like a different animal. Losing to Khabib does not, like, 
tarnish your badassness. Well, he did in any way. He did wrestle bears there's, as a kid, so you know there's that. At like six years old, there's footage of him wrestling a bear at six. First of all, hey, do you think if you had been six years old, right? Time to test yourself. Do you think Vernon would have sent you in there against a bear? I mean, he was an asshole, so yeah, probably. I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure my old man. He just he just sent me in there. Let's see what you made of, kid. You know, it's a it's it, it's a smallish bear. It'll be all right. <laughs> God. So and like, and I wonder too. You said you saw the fight. You know, it was the head kick that you know kind of put Cerrone down, and then he finished it. Is it Cerrone or Cerrone? I can never remember that. I've been watching the guys fight for ten years. I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> But he hit him with that head kick and rocked him, and then he finished him. But I wonder, uh, Cowboy shot in on him, and Connor kind of sprawled and jumped up. I wonder if he caught him in the side of the head with a knee on that. It almost looked like he he not maybe not even a knee, but just kind of his thigh slammed into well, into Cowboy. Well, like I, said, I wonder like if he I was said, a little. I I didn't see the fight itself. Like I just heard it was forty seconds, and I just kind of passed. I was like, whatever, forty seconds of my life, whatever. I don't fucking care. I'll wait till it comes out later to watch it. But right. But like you said, he sprawled and he stood up. Well, when you sprawl, and then you when you're coming from the ground and you come in to stand up, you're coming up back up into your fighter stance, and your fighter stance is relatively mm. speaking narrow. It's right underneath your shoulders for the most part. Some people. Like to have their feet a little bit more narrow, some a little bit wider. But I could see that happening. Him coming back up and catching him with a knee accidentally, made with his thigh, whatever. So, yeah, and again, I think maybe he rocked him a little bit. I think, I don't even know if it was intentional, but I think he was a little bit rocked from, from the takedown attempt. And then when he came up, again, Connor's just one of those guys. If he catches you, ask, um, get his name wrong. Jose Aldez? I don't know, man. I've, no, I've, I'm, this this is wrong with all your sea fighters. I think that's it. Yeah. Ask him. I know this was a fight they tried to have for like a year and they kept having injuries and stuff. And then they fought and Connor... Oh, we got to wait for William. But I do apologize, people. But the difficulties mm. there, we had a little bit of a restroom break. Um, I had to shit. <laughs> Say it out loud. Just let everybody know. Oh Your boy God. had to drop a deuce. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, we did have technical issues first, and then the deuce happened. Oh my God. It, it'll be edited out. We, so we're we going to pick it up where it. we was, or we just going to keep going? Um, we're going to keep going. Where uh, were we? Because we're over an hour. <laughs> yeah, that had to be going. part two. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, we're gonna have to save that for uh, a later Heart time. Deuce. All right. Um, so, <laughs> so do right. we want? Do we want to real quick? Are we, we're ending the episode right now, right? We had to talk music, but we can. That's not, well. That's what I was gonna say. Do we want to do the music thing real quick? Yeah. So, so I'll, what I was gonna, what I was proposing for the music portion here is that we. I, there was a couple of albums that was released for, uh, especially for hip hop. Mostly, it was uh, Eminem's album, his eleventh album, uh, "Music Music to Be Murdered By." 
uh, that released mm-hmm. and Mac Miller's Circles, uh, his sixth album that uh, was released from the late rapper also as well. Um, I've listened to a little bit of the uh, of Eminem because one, I'm a I'm a huge uh, Stan fan. Um, I listened to a little bit of it, and it's definitely something that carries towards the title of what's going on there. But um, those are some music that uh, some albums that I would definitely recommend and listen to as well. So give us, give us, cause what, what we're going to do here, just kind of, you know, kind of let them know we, all three of us, we all love music, but we all have distinct tastes. There's some crossover, but we all listen to very different music kind of on our own right mike's more of a r&b hip-hop kind of guy right william's more of the hard rock you know heavy metal to a point kind of thing i'm definitely more of a, a country music southern rock kind of guy so what i wanted to do is each time and so i want to i want to see what you guys think do you think we should all like Would both of you guys listen to the songs I suggest? Or would, like, I just suggest to William and William suggest to you? And, like, are we going to alternate we'll, like we'll, that? Or We'll just – what we'll do is we'll mention it now, and then, like, next episode okay. we'll talk about it, and then we'll make another pick, okay. so on and so cool. forth there, uh, in my opinion. If uh, All right. So – cool, because I've got the two songs up there. I was, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Give the give the songs, uh, give the songs to listen. Okay. The, also, just give the viewers or the listeners to something to listen to as well, because a lot of people definitely want more uh, songs in their in their uh, in their routine or in their shuffle uh, or in their playlist as well. I will always and forever recommend Chris Stapleton. It's mm. country, but it's not country. It's blues. It's southern rock. It's R&B to a point, it's, I, I will never, that I will preach that gospel till I die. Chris Stapleton is music that I will have my first child to. 100%. Chris, like, like there's certain, like, music that I understand how people don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a country music guy. I'm going to listen to George Jones. I'm going to listen to Merle Haggard. I'm going to listen to Waylon Jennings, Keith Whitley. I understand people not liking that. But there's certain music like Chris Stapleton or like Bob Seger. I don't know how you don't like Bob Seger. I don't, I, I can't wrap my mind around that. Or like, Communism. you know, there's certain, right? Well, maybe. <laughs> like Tom Petty. I don't understand how you don't like Tom Petty. And Chris Stapleton's one of those guys. I don't know how you don't enjoy Chris Stapleton. Okay. What do you got, William? What do you got, William? So for me, I pick, you know, like TJ said, I'm a hard rock slash metal fan. I do listen to everything for the most part, but or do listen to everything, but for the most part, I listen to hard rock slash metal, not like death metal because that shit's just fucking trash. But for my Slayer. suggestion, okay, no Slayer is metal. No, no death metal. If you want to hear death metal, listen to Cannibal Corpse, and they're pretty. Bad. I was, I was, I was like suggesting a, a band that you enjoy sir i enjoy slayer exactly anyways i'm I'm, I'm waiting for you to tell me what song to listen to i'm gonna write it down so the song is called gasoline and the band is called i prevail 
I I believe it was Comma Pavel. Anyways, you look him up, you'll find him. So gasoline by Pavel. Like I listen to that a lot of times when I'm getting ready to work out, and it just fucking amps me up, gets me ready to snap barbells in half and then eat their metal shavings. Well, <laughs> that's, that's a little, that's a little too extreme for me. All right, Mike. All right, so so it's give me give me a track to listen to. Well, well I ain't got a track. I, I that that's something I have to I'll have to dig into. But uh, definitely those albums. Right. Those if you could pick, I'll I'll definitely be a little bit more prepared for that uh for next episode. But I'm also give a little bit of a shout out to uh. So to one guy that we actually went to school with and his wife is actually a friend of the show. She's a, uh, she listens to it, listen to this a lot. Um, Mason, Mason Turner, uh, known as the preacher. He actually put out an album called locals only. So I definitely want to give him a shout out and that we'll, we'll definitely, I'll definitely be listening to his album, uh, here soon as well. But, uh, he's a friend of the show. He definitely listens to us and everything there. So, um, just want to show him some love as well. So, all right. Hell yeah. Do you guys got anything else you want to talk about? I got one quick thing. I won't. What? <laughs> so. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very serious. No, no. Very serious. I heard, I heard the hesitancy. <laughs> It's super duper ultra serious. <laughs> I'm super serious, you guys. Okay. All right. Uh, it's, it's serious. So y'all work out y'all work out. I work out. I'm sure that people that listen to this podcast probably work uh, out. I don't right. I don't know that I have the right to say that I work out. Shut the fuck up and listen to what the fuck I had to say, you fucking uh, cut sorry. Go, go ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, moving forward. So, as far as recovery goes, the only thing I've ever done for recovery has been stretching. I've used Icy Hot to try to help my muscles and whatnot, but it's kind of a temporary thing, right? And all, people are always looking for, you know, how do I help myself? How do I help get past that sore, terrible feeling so I can get back, start hitting the weights, or start running, whatever it might be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, been, th- actually, I'm getting to that. There's been a lot of hype about CBD, things like that. And, you know, of course, when something new pops up in the market, you're always hesitant to try it, always have, hesitant to give it a try. Well, whatever. A buddy of mine, uh, she ha- owns a business called uh, Swanky Farms Fresh Hemp. Her last name is Swank. So, Swanky, whatever. Cool. Works. Anyways, so I bought a couple cigarettes from her. Anyways, haven't tried them yet, but she gave me a little sampler of some uh, muscle cream. I did a five mile ruck march with 80 pounds on my back. Now, if any of you have ever marched for 80 pounds or marched for miles with several pounds on your back, you know what it does to your shoulders, your, your traps, your shoulders, your upper back, everything feels like there are knives just stabbed in there. It feels terrible. And it doesn't recover for days. I've never had anything help me recover so fast. I tried this CBD cream. And dude, I, I put it on the morning. That evening when I was going to lay down, there's no soreness whatsoever. And I will swear my life up and down by that. So you like, do? So you back it, CBD? 
hundred percent, hundred percent, absolutely. Like it's, it's almost unbelievable. It really is. Mm. It's just incredible. And like, like I said, Swanky Farms Fresh Hemp. I got it from her, and it's unlike anything I've ever had before. It's just, I could have the very next day. I could have strapped a hundred pounds on my back and gone for another five miles. It was just incredible. I've never experienced that much recovery in my entire life. I've done ice baths. I've done salt baths, all this other crap. I've done everything you can imagine to help with recovery. This is the only thing I've ever done that has been proven to help me recover almost instantaneously. So in less than a day, I was able to be, re- to be 100% ready to go. Hmm. So if you work out, you work hard, or you just, in general, experience soreness, CBD. Do it. Buy it. Wear it. <laughs> Live it. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, you got anything you want to shout out or anything like that? I guess not. So <laughs> His mic went out again, I think. Oh, my God. All right, we're about to end it here. So thank you, everybody, for listening uh, to <laughs> He's yelling in the other room. You're in the other room. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, or just want to give an opinion uh, about how we did, please go to my IG page. Uh, I'll name the pod later. And uh, give us a, a little bit of a feedback. Thank you, and we out. Fuck yeah.